Somebody's going to go bridge here. It's better time. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Gombridge Podcast, episode 78. My name is Andrew Gardner, joined alongside by Alex Clausen and Steve Brady. Boys, how are we doing today? like to call for a moment of silence for our fallen soldiers of the St. Peter's Peacocks getting bent over by the UNC Tar Heels pretty bad in the Elite Eight. It was a tough watch. That was it's, a, a tough it's a moment of silence, Steve. I, I, I'm not going to be silent for that. That was a tough watch. That was not good. I had a lot of faith. The cocks, the cocks were good for a while, and then they kind of just went flaccid there. So... It's tough. Nice. Oh, good penis joke. Shout out to Doug. Their coach left too. Yeah. I bet he's going to get an offer at a school that doesn't play in a YMCA for home games. He's an offer from Seton Hall. going to Seton Hall, his old uh, oh, his alma mater. Seton Hall is a team that I will pick 100% of the time in the first round, no matter what March Madness. Like even before this or just now? Oh, no. Before it, anytime. Just Seton Hall upset. You like Thank the pirate? You like the pirate logo? Just gets you going. I mean, there's something about it. They just, they just proved me right almost every year. Didn't they lose this year to uh, Memphis? I said almost. Got, got killed actually. I said almost every year. <laughs> okay, Steve. Well, here we are, boys. The last episode of the off season. We made it. We made it. Yeah, the off season in the podcasting world is like climbing Mount Everest. At times, you're thinking, "Are we ever going to make it to the top? Are we ever going to get through this?" And for the second year in a row, we did it. We did it. A little more difficult this year with the lockout because there wasn't even off season stuff to talk about. There was nothing to talk about. And I have a question for you guys. Mm-hmm. It's off topic, but. Kind of similar to what Gardy just said, or related to, rather. You know Mount Everest, tallest mountain in the world? Yes, supposedly. Do you know what the tallest mountain in the world was before Mount Everest was discovered? Uh, David, guess. What'd you say? Dick Mountain? Dick Mountain. Yeah, he's that old. No. <laughs> Lawson, what do you think? I was going to say Dick Mountain as well. He's just that damn old. Nope. It was still Mount Everest. Because just because people didn't know about it didn't mean it wasn't the tallest. Good one. And so that's not even a joke. joke. It's it's a fact. It's a fact. More of a riddle. What uh so Steve, you think this offseason was harder rather than us starting our our brand new show the week after the 2020 season ended, which in hindsight, not the best time to do it. I mean, it worked out very well, but. I think that we were just bad at podcasting <laughs> at the time. I think we were just poor at our job. And if we were as good then as we are now, we would have had an easier time with that offseason versus this offseason. As much as I loved talking about literally whatever we wanted. It was great. At times, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. We had some. I mean, we had some great. There were some great guests. Yeah, a lot of great guests. We got a lot of uh, contenders already for guests of the year: Bronson Arroyo, Pat Light, Jared, Jake. Yes, 
a lot of people. We still got to have uh, – and we still haven't had our reigning champions on yet. Steve Peralt, that's coming soon. Oh, we should talk to CT about, like, spring training and stuff. Yeah, we got to do – that. we got to have CT back on. We got a lot. We got – we got a lot, Steve. We got we'll a lot. Let him, we'll let him settle into his season a little bit. Yeah, we're, I'm, I'm curious where he's going to end up. Maybe – probably rookie ball. Probably rookie ball. Maybe low A. Maybe low A. I saw a tweet the other day. It might may or may not have. Did you wait one singular tweet? I saw a tweet. Yes. Okay. Uh, the other day, like one as in parenthesis number one parenthesis. O N E one. Uh, okay. Oh, I now I follow you. Yes. It said that there are a lot of solid back end of the bullpen young talent in the Red Sox organization that won't necessarily get a lot of recognition right now, but are, have a lot of talent, something like that. So Mm. sounds for me. When uh, CT gets up to Worcester in May, because he'll be lighting it up that fast. uh, I want to, I want to make a trip to, to watch him, watch him play. I I will too. I, Mm. I would love that. I would love to. I bet he would would do something with us. I bet we'd meet him in person. We could do. We could do a throwing contest with him. Yeah. Wonder wait. Oh, started. wait. Wait. What? We'll sneak peek. We'll tease. If you have been listening for since episode eleven, you'll episode notice ten. No, I think it was the episode after we first had Jared on. Okay. Episode 11, we, we were, I forget who it was. I think it was, it was me, actually. Posed the question, how long do you think it would take you to train to throw 90 miles an hour? Now, that's, it's a, it's a hell of an ask. It's a hell of an ask. I, we'll, we'll see if anybody can get there, but we're at least going to see who can throw the hardest. Soon. Soon. Well, soon. Soon. It's going to be. It's gonna be a fun watch. Sent out Is that going that if we had a YouTube channel, that that would be our first post, I think. Yeah. And if if my auntie had balls, she'd be my uncle. <laughs> now now, Steve. But um she doesn't, and we don't. So well, catch we it on make, Instagram. We can make, make a YouTube. It'll be on the Instagram. We we can make a YouTube just to put it up there. We could. We could. I said we gotta we'll put it on TikTok. We'll see how it uh, turns out. Let's put it on Stitcher too. Stitcher. I don't think Stitcher works. I was just looking at that today. I don't think it works. Well, I don't think anybody but that one guy uses it. So well. Anyways, we gotta. Oh wait, I actually want to allude to one more thing uh, before we really get into things. Um, cool. I'm just I'm ripping out. I'm 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 putting the big stuff on the table first, Steve. Uh, the boys, the boys are going to open day at Fenway. Wow. I'm, I'm putting, I'm just going to put it out there. We're going to opening day and you know who it's thanks to all of you guys, the listeners, the more, the, yeah, no, go ahead. No, I, all you, I was just going to say this, uh, this opening day trip is, uh, is thanks to the t-shirts brought the to you t-shirt. by the t-shirts so we uh 
We're going to have more shirts coming soon, too. Different variety. Some fun ones. So, you know, if you buy one, you're going to get more content at Fenway. You're going to get more content at Fenway. So, very excited for that. Playing the Twins. No, Steve's going to be there. Yep, I will. Steve and Steve, too. Steve and Steve. Um, Probably Joey. I would. Joey. Joey Capone. I'd like to meet that guy, actually. Yeah. I'm sure we'll meet Joey. I'm sure Jared will be there. Can't imagine Chris Cotillo from the Mexican Times. Would sure, we'll see Chris Cotillo. This occasion. How did we get through the whole offseason without having Cotillo on? I don't know. He said he would come on, and then we just never messaged him. I looked at his Twitter one time to see if we could send him a DM, but for some reason, Chris Cotillo I mean, thinks he's too good for direct messages. I'm sure we could, like, you know. I know. If we really oh, put got, an effort, we could get we into could contact with him. Definitely get into contact with him. Good guy. Great guy. So there you go. There's some two two big content pieces coming up. But on the podcast end of things, this is this is this this is one of my favorite episodes that we did last year. We got the season preview right here, right now. We're gonna break down everything, kid. Everything. Over unders, predictions, division winners, World Series so, matchups. Everything about the Sox. We're gonna go league wide. We're gonna go Sox. We're going to answer some questions. Everything you want to hear, we're going to give you the hottest takes that you've ever heard, too. We're going to give you everything. We're going to give you everything. So with that being said, we're going to hop right into it. Clawson, you uh, prepared at all? Oh, wow, you've been filling this out. Yeah, I'm the only one that's filled out the spreadsheet. Well, you also wow. the only one that hasn't talked yet this episode. Yeah, I was gonna say I've been I've been introducing the episode for for ten minutes now. Working hard for the people. Okay. Holy shit. <laughs> what? Nothing. There's some of these are <laughs> are ridiculous. But, uh... What do you mean they're ridiculous? <laughs> no, whatever. We'll just talk about them when we get there, huh? There's nothing ridiculous <laughs> about these. <laughs> Your hot take. I'll explain it. I'll explain it once I that, get to it. Okay. Um, all right. So we'll start. We'll start non-Red Sox because, and then we're gonna move into the Red Sox stuff. But this is still gonna be. Uh, this is gonna be. This is gonna be good information. Wow, you went there. Yep. No. no. Shit. Can we stop talking about it before we're actually gonna talk about it? Y- yeah. All right, I'm not gonna fill in anything else anymore because it's it's more fun when yeah. Let's just reveal it. Yeah, fill them in as we go. Stop filling them in, Clausen. What is this for? All right, we're gonna start with uh, MVPs. M V P's. Steve, you want to start? Yep, I will. So, my MVP for the American League is none other than the Boston Red Sox newly acquired second baseman, Trevor Story. Holy shit, Steve. I think Story, hot take, hot take, hot take. I think Story's going to have a 30-30 season, hitting north of 290 with stellar defense at second base. And that's going to get him the AL MVP. 
Wow. Yep. That's a that's a call out right there. I yep. like it. I think that he's going to. I think we're gonna be seeing a Red Sox team that is more willing to run on the base pass this season. You know, we lost that when Betts and Bradley left a couple of years ago. JBJ is back. He can run a little bit. You know, he's getting a little bit older. Trevor Story is one of the best base stealers in the league. I think he's going to really step it up. I think he's going to be in a position where his spot in the lineup is going to allow him to run a lot more, especially with all of the stellar bats that he's going to have. We're going to try and get him to scoring position a lot more often. See what happens. I know that we currently have been hitting story was at fifth or sixth. I think eventually he's going to slide up to the two hole. And I think that's going to be his home for most of the season. I like it. I like it a lot, actually. Yep. I'm a big fan. All right. Clausen, who you got AL MVP? I got to go Vlad Jr. He, if we didn't have someone who's, I, I don't even know how to describe Shohei Otani. He's not, he's not a human. He's not someone that should exist in Major League Baseball, but he does. He's impossible to beat. But I think without Otani, Vlad runs away with it last year. His team gets even better this year. He gets even better as he gets older. So I think Vlad Jr., he's just kind of the, he's the choice. The Blue Jays are going to be a wagon, and he's going to be the leader of that team. So I think when the Blue Jays have success, I think the big thing about MVP is the team that has success, who leads that team, is in very good front running for MVP. Obviously, Otani was the, the outlier there because the Angels kind of sucked, but he was just way too good to ignore. So... When he didn't win it last year, he's going to come back for it. He's going to take it this year. I'm going to go. I'm. I think NL. There, the NL players, like the top of the top players in the league. I feel like most of them are in the NL, besides you know Otani and that those like kind Trout. of guys, Trout. <laughs> I'm going to go with a guy who just signed a couple of weeks ago. I, I think Carlos Correa is going to bring home his first ever MVP award. Who's wow. coming out of the Central? I mean, the White Sox are good. I think the Twins could make a run at it. And I think Carlos Correa is going to have a pretty good year. He only signed a three-year deal. He's got the opt-out after this year. He's going to be gunning for another contract. So give me Correa. I like that take. I like it a little bit better than the Vladdy take. I think Vladdy's going to take a step back a little bit. I don't, I don't think he's going to be able to hit for as high of an average as he did. I think that the homers are going to be there. RBIs are probably going to be there but I think his average is going to dip by a considerable amount. Fair. But right. I mean, who, do people even care about batting average anymore? Like, I don't know. That's no. a stat that I care about. I mean, I, I, I'm a pretty by the books kind of guy, but you know, I, that doesn't matter to me. It doesn't matter. All right. NL. I'll, uh, I'll lead it off. I feel like someone else is going to have this pick, but I'm going to take it. I think he's going to have – he's going to put it all together this year. He's still young. I don't know how good the team's going to be, but I got Juan Soto winning the NL award. Okay. I like that. My only, my only problem with Soto, one of the best hitters in the game, but the team sucks. Yeah. He would have, I mean, to, he would have to be far and ahead the best hitter in baseball for him to make up the Nationals being like maybe fourth in their division. So I think he's going to have to like blow the doors off of the season. Well, Gardy just said 
Clearly, he wasn't looking at the spreadsheet at the I time. I was not. I just saw it, though. Said that uh, he thinks somebody else was going to have the same same pick. And as a matter of fact, I do. I'm going to double down on Juan Soto. I think that he's going to have a ridiculous OBP. I think his OBP is going to be something that has not been seen in a long time. So Juan Soto, arguably the best pure hitter in the entire MLB. He's on a shit team, but I think that is mattering less and less with each passing year. So Juan Soto is my pick. Awesome. My pick's Mookie. Mookie. Second year in a row, I feel like. Didn't you pick him last year? Maybe, but I feel like he's bound to break through. He's just that good. He kind of had a down year last year. But again, the the Dodgers, we'll get into this later, are going to be the best team in at least their division. Definitely the best team in the NL. Most talented team. So my only thing with him is that, like, you could have – you could make a case that his impact gets watered down because you have such a talented team. Mm -hmm. But I think because the team's going to be so good, again, same thing with Vlad. You have a real good team. Who carries the team? It's like the LeBron effect. I think the the guy I was looking at in the NL, I think if I didn't pick Soto, I I was thinking of a guy in the Dodgers, but I had the same thought. I was looking at Trey Turner. I think that there's just – there's so many good bats in the Dodgers lineup. It makes it tough. Yeah, I don't necessarily think a Dodger can win MVP right now, considering how stacked our roster is. Freddie Freeman, can't forget, he's on the Los Angeles Dodgers right now, too. He has won an MVP more recently than Mookie Betts. It was in a shortened season. So, um, But Betts, the thing about Mookie Betts is he's talented. Everybody knows that. He has been one of the best players in the league. He's been getting borderline disrespected by, I think, the fan base recently i think people used to be in consensus that he was the second best player solely to mike trout for a while and i think that a lot of his success when he was really really good in 2018 when he won the mvp came because of one man one impactful individual arguably the most impactful individual in all of the mlb and that's alex cora i don't know if dave roberts has the ability to get Mookie Betts' mental state right. Because if you guys remember, in 2016, Betts had a great year. I think he finished second in MVP voting that year. He said that he was never going to be that good again. And you know who brought him out of that funk? Alex Cora. So I don't know if Betts has the mental capacity, the mental strength to continue to be one of the best players in the league like that. I don't hate that take either. I don't hate that. All right. Well, there are MVP picks for the year. We're going to move on to the Cy Young. Hawson has filled out his whole list here. Well, yeah. Come in unprepared and fill in your preparedness as you go. <laughs> All right. Um, you want to start with your AL Cy Young? Yeah. I mean, I'm taking Lucas Giolito. I think he's been a guy that's kind of been on the radar for a while. And then you look at the division. I mean, the Twins have a couple bats that are just, that are a little frightening. But then you go down, like the Guardians, I guess you have a couple bats. Tigers, same thing. Royals aren't going to really do too much. So in division games, you can take those guys down pretty well. And then other than that, like the White Sox is just kind of a wagon of a team. And they've had a really good pitching staff. Last year, they had a couple guys break through. Lance Lynn kind of had a resurgence when he came back to the White Sox. And I don't know, I just think Giolito is going to break through this year and finally win it. I think for me, A.L. Cy Young, there's a, a lot of good players 
in it. My NL pick is a little more off the wall, I guess you could say. Um, so I think that in the AL, I don't know, man. I, I can go if you want. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm still thinking. So I'm going to go with somebody who I think is going to have a solid resurgence. I think he had a lackluster year last year, if I'm not mistaken. I'm going to go with a previously awarded Cy Young, Shane Bieber. That was a guy I was leaning towards. I picked Bieber to win the Cy Young in 2020. That, uh, that went well, but that's a great pick. It's a great pick. Great pick. I'm going to say for the American League, I'm going with a guy who I think is going to be back to where he was years ago. I can't believe I'm going to say this. I know who exactly you're going to say. Old as nails. But Justin Verlander is going to come back. And he's going to win the Cy Young again. Truthfully, I I thought you were going to say Zach Granke. Oh, that would have been awesome. That would have been funny. No, I'm going Verlander. I'm going Verlander. I think he's going to have a good year. Garrett Cole can suck my toes. Oh, um, is to, when's Tyler Glass now slated to come back? Oh, I don't think till like mid to late, mid to late. Probably, I actually he's going to miss too much time. Year. I think he'll miss this year. Where did Danny Duffy go? Not that he's a Cy Young caliber pitcher, but the Royals just made me think of him. Didn't they trade him to? I think they did. They traded him to the Dodgers. He's been Dodgers do not need Danny Duffy. He was on the Royals for 10, 11 years. Yeah, he was there for a while. I thought he bounced around a little bit. Forever Royals. Forever, yeah. Sorry, I I should. Of course, I knew that. Who did he get traded for? He got traded for uh, a a minor leaguer. Disrespectful out of the the Royals. Well, he's not my pick, so that's good. Um, who you have for the uh, the NL, Steve? Um, not to steal anybody's thunder, because Clausen has already revealed all of his picks on this spreadsheet that we're looking at. But I am going to say that the Milwaukee Brewers have back-to-back Cy Youngs, but it's not going to be Corbin Burns. It is going to be Brandon Woodruff. Great choice. I gotta I gotta double down on Woodruff. Man's a tank on the mound. I like Arguably, it. he was better than Burns for a lot of the season last year until Burns kind of just kicked it into a whole nother gear. I mean, Corbin Burns is like the best cutter in the league right now, but Brandon Woodruff, I think, is just more polished and he looks like he pitches more under control. So I'm expecting him to have a really stellar season. Yeah, I like both those picks. Um, They're the same pick. Or, well, I like the pick. Yeah, <laughs> I think um, I think there's a good chance that the NL Cy Young, very good chance that it either comes out in New York or it comes out of Milwaukee. I think that it could easily be Degrom, Scherzer, Burns, or Woodruff. It could also be two guys out of Philadelphia. It could be Wheeler. Could be Nola. However, I'm not going to any of those guys. Aaron Nola. Real quick, has been terrible in spring training. Guardy, I'd like to point this out. We're only through like 
three, about to be four here. Guardy already has like two hot takes. <laughs> He's about to make a third. Not really. I mean, Cray and Story. I guess my Cy Young picks are more hot take. Yeah. Um, listen, I'm I'm high risk, high reward, but you want to look at a team I think could make some strides this year, surprise some people, maybe a little bit in a tougher division. It's the Miami Marlins. When you look at the Miami Marlins, who are you going to lean to? Sandy Alcantara. I got Sandy as my NL Cy Young winner. He had a fantastic year last year. Steve, you're laughing. You're laughing. It's but comical. When, when No, it's not comical. When, it's Hurricane, comical. when Hurricane Sandy comes up the East Coast and comes up towards Boston and sees your house, you're going to say, uh, you're going to have to apologize. You're going to say, Sandy, please, please don't hit my house. Um, I got Sandy Alcantara. Listen, he had a good year last year. He had a good year. I think uh, I think the Marlins could shock some people. Last year, 9-15 and 15 record. We don't care about that. We don't care about that. Wait, can I, can I change 3, my one, pick? 3 ERA in 31, 33 starts. 3-1-9 ERA. Can I change my pick to something a little hotter? Yeah, go for I don't it. Wanna, I don't want to repeat with Clausen. I'm going to go with Max Fried. I, oh, he's coming back. Going Max Fried. He was he at, he was out all of last year. Uh, a, a very large portion. He is he's nope. He is set to make his second straight opening day start for the Atlanta Braves. Who was the guy? Who's oh Soroka? Soroka. There. Sorry, I get the two of them mixed up. Yeah. yeah so I think good. Max Fried is looking real nice. He had a two two five ERA in twenty twenty and a 304 ERA in 2021. I think he was, if I'm not mistaken, really good in the playoffs. There's a, the NL. I mean, you can point to the fact that there was not the DH last year's reason for this, but the NL, I think, has like eight out of the 10 best pitchers in the league. It's, yeah, I mean, it's a lot, a lot to like there. A lot can't, to like you, there. you also, you can't sleep on Walker Bueller. Mm-hmm. He's arguably a top five pitcher in the league. You can't. Never can sleep on Walker Bueller. So, oh. and Ty Young, I think, might be the hardest thing to predict because there's just so many, there's so, many so much talent. People. I completely agree. All right, on to the rookie of the year. Gawson? Yeah, I mean, the name of the game this year is Impact. Picked Julio Rodriguez of the Mariners. And the only reason why is because I think the Mariners are going to have a decent season. And who impacts that decent season, but Julio Rodriguez. So why wouldn't he win AO Rookie of the Year? Simple as that. The rookies are always something that I struggle with because I don't pay attention to every farm system of all time. So I don't know. I'm going to have to think for a second, I think. All right. In the American League, my pick. Uh, I mean, this is this might be kind of just a a by the books pick, but but give me give me Adley Rushman. The Baltimore Who? Orioles. Oh, Adley oh Rushman. I just completely I completely missed somebody so obvious. Oh, I know who you're gonna pick. Yeah. I know who you're gonna pick. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking Rushman. Who are you taking? Taking Bobby White. Yeah, I knew you'd take him Bobby Witt. Well, he's the number one prospect in the in the game for a reason. I mean, I don't know if you guys have seen 
the side by sides of him swinging and Mike Trout swinging. Oh yeah, like, I don't think it's that similar. I think that's a uh, reach. Uh, There's only so many ways to swing a baseball bat, and they both have a pretty standard by the book <laughs> swing. So it's like, come on. People were freaking out about that. They're like, oh my god, Bobby Witt, the next Mike Trout. It's like I don't know. We'll see. Bobby. We'll see. Throbby Bobby. Can't can't take that away from Throbby D. Good point. Um, my or yeah, we those are American League picks. National League wise. I got another hot one. <laughs> Guardy, remember last year when we did our picks and yeah. I made a bunch of hot takes? No deal. How'd that turn out? How it turned out was I had the most right picks during our season preview between the three of us. So it worked out completely fine. You, you didn't make a bunch of hot takes though. Yeah, I didn't. So and I don't think I picked, I picked Matt Chapman to win MVP. Like how'd that work out? Ridiculous. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. Listen, there's always a guy. Uh, we were talking about Shohei Otani about being, having him a, a top three MVP candidate last year. And Clausen, you were like, that's ridiculous. He's not going to be anywhere near that. You always got to expect unexpected. I suppose. Now, when you when you want for, for those big ones, MVP Cy Young's different. Pitching changes every year, but I think MVP especially that's one of those things that you can kind of lock a guy in. Like there isn't really a hot take for MVP. When was the last time a guy won MVP and completely came out of the woodworks? Well, yeah, that's why I picked in a way and Soto. Not in a way, hot. Shohei kind of did. Yeah, a little bit. A little it was bit. a matter of time for him. Yeah, I guess. Nobody yeah. really expected him to be as good as he was, though. Well, anyway, my rookie of the year for the National League. When you talk about expecting the unexpected, Derek Jeter leaves Miami. And once again, this pitching rotation is going to need another solid starter for them to rebound. Now, this guy's already made his major league debut. He was out all of last year. But I'm looking at Sixto Sanchez to be the National League Rookie of the Year. You look at a guy, is it Trevor Rogers? I always forget, Taylor or Trevor Rogers? Carlson, we saw him pitch last year. I don't even remember his name. I think, I think it's Trevor. Who's he on? It's Trevor. Trevor Rogers, he's on Miami. Remember when we went to the game? Steve was I, there. I, I know what game you're talking about. I don't remember. The only, the only he, he finished like second Rookie remember, of the Year. The only at-bat that I remember was Sandy Leone coming up. I didn't really Oh, that attention. was awesome. I don't really. I wasn't really paying attention to who the Marlins were putting out on the field. All right. Well, they had the kid who was leading rookie of the way voting at that point. But I'm gonna follow it up. Sixo Sanchez, my NL Rookie of the Year selection. Austin, you can go first. Gonna take former number one overall pick Hunter Green. He throws gas. Love Saw it. some video of him a couple of days ago in spring training. He was pumping at least a hundred. I was heavily considering taking Hunter Green. He did have Tommy John surgery two years ago, I think, two or three years ago. He built up his stock last season. These are numbers off the top of my head with, I believe, a three, two something ERA. And I think he was stellar in double A. But double A is a lot different than the majors. So I'm not 100%. I think he's going to be solid. I don't think he's going to be rookie of the year worthy. So my pick is going to be Joey Bart of the San Francisco Giants catcher. You made that pick last year too. 
Well, I think it's coming because look, Buster Posey just retired. Mm-hmm. Somebody's got to step up and take on that role. Carlos Rodon, new yep. ace of that staff, has endorsed Joey, good old Joey, Joey B. And I think it's just Joey B in the NFL did well. I think Joey B is going to do well in the uh, in the MLB too. Let's see it, Joey. Is Buster Posey still hanging around on that team? He retired. Damn. Yeah. I was going to say that would be a good mentor. Yeah, I imagine that they have spoken before. Joey Joey so. did not just get drafted. Do you, so. you guys know that Tim Anderson just got uh, fined ten thousand dollars and suspended for the first three games of the season for a fight that happened in the last week of last season statue of limitations yeah i know statute not you you fight uh he made contact with the ump yeah can't touch the ump can't touch the ump can't do it all right let's move on to the managers Uh, i thought you said his mom i was like that would be a lot more than a three-game suspension no i i I said your mom whoa 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 let's not Whoa. Hey, what are you back. looking at? I take it back. Who are you uh, looking Clawson's mom is a lovely, lovely lady. I've met her before. I have nice. as well. Shout out Mrs. K. Yeah. She's great. All right. Clawson. Managers? Yep. Managers. Congratulations, Charlie Montoyo of the Toronto Blue Jays for winning AL Manager of the Year. Calling it now. Seems like a good choice. Not much else to say. Blue Jays are going to be a good team. I like that pick. I like it. I think I picked that last year. This year. I'm going to go with Rocco Badelli. Of... Did you really just butcher his name, former Sox player? Yeah, probably. I don't know. I'm reading it off. Rocco Baldelli? Baldelli. That's what I said. Baldelli. All right, I like that. I was honestly thinking about picking him too. I got another pick in the central. I got to stick with my Royals. I'm going Mike Matheny. I think the Royals have a good season. And I think a a solid, like maybe third place finish. I think they win 78 games and Matheny pulls out a, no, I think just watch out for the Royals. (laughs) I'm giving it to Mike Matheny. Royals, Mike Matheny. In a loaded division. Did you just call the AL Central loaded? It's like it's loaded with like average talent. That's the thing. The top, the the yeah, sure. White Sox, Twins, Tigers. They're all about the same. Guardians the Rangers suck. got a lot better. The Rangers aren't in the central. The Rangers are in the central. They in the West. A lot, of, a lot of misinformation going over the airwaves this episode. A lot of it. Your second time today, Steve. Right before I didn't we started both recording, Texas teams were in the West. Whatever. Right before we started recording, I was saying who went to the World Series last year. Steve said, "He said the Braves and the Dodgers, you dummy." They they played <laughs> in the NLCS. I got confused. I got confused. Steve's off his game. I am like way off my game right now. I've had like four classes today. Yeah, I haven't gotten a chance to go to the gym yet. So my eggs are a little scrambled right now. See? Who uh who's your next? Who's your I don't pick? Who's my next? 
and I'll pick Dave Roberts. Dodgers going to win a bunch of games. Love it. They're going to win just a, a bunch of games. I'm just, and if they win enough of a bunch, then the MLB is going to be like, ah, oh, they won a bunch of games. How many games do you think they're going to win? Though? Like a bunch. bunch. Yeah. A bunch. I got to think that as well. Yeah. I'm uh, just going to go Buck Show Walter. I think the Mets are going to be good. I think every team is going to be good this year. It's my mantra. Every team is going to be good. Everyone wins at least 82 games. Every- yeah. <laughs> just. That's not possible, but everyone's going to win 82. Everybody wins 81 games. Most even season. Can you imagine if that happened? What would they do with the playoffs? Playoffs. Playoffs. The the playoffs? That'd be crazy. There'd be cahoots in store, I'm sure. Yeah. Clausen? I got a little bit of a wild card pick. But I think that this team has been on the upward trend, especially since the end of last year. I'm going to take Joe Girardi. Never thought that I'd be pulling for that guy for manager of the year. But here we are. I think the Phillies are going to take a big jump forward. And I think Joe Girardi is going to get the recognition he gets. I like that pick. I never disliked Joe Girardi. I haven't either. I don't know where the disdain comes from with Clausen. I don't know. He was always kind of like a hothead with the Yankees. That's what yeah. I remember. He's better than Aaron Boone. Say that. I mean, at least, at least he showed emotion. I mean, yeah. Who who was, was it? You you associate with the Yankees like that? It's kind of one of those. Who who was it that got uh, like tossed last year, where there was like a fight or somebody got thrown at, and it just it, cut to Aaron Boone. It was like the like, third base coach. Aaron Boone just oh, like yeah. just like sitting on the on the end of the dugout with his chin on on the railing. They're like, oh well, Aaron Boone's got to be livid about this, and like, and the camera like pan to him, and he's just like, dead face. Aaron Boone is thinking about the uh, home run he hit twenty years ago. He's like, this is a really cool job. I like being here. Can't believe I did one thing to deserve this. What a bunch of idiots. Speaking of the Yankees, I have a funny story. Funny, is, haha, did you make, or funny. Did you like, make your pick of the NL. Joe Girardi. Oh right. You both picked him? I picked Dave Roberts. Oh, right, right, right. Sorry. God, keep up. Jesus. I'm, oh, God damn it. All right. Clawson, what, yeah, this is your story? This is your big story? Story time. So yesterday I'm in the gym, and uh, what was I doing? I forgot what I was doing yesterday. And I'm, like, sitting on one of the benches, and some girl comes up to me, and she go, she points at me, and she goes, you know Steve Brady, right? Wait, what? Go, Wait, where are you? I was in the gym. Oh, cool, cool. Some girl comes up and she goes, you know Steve Brady, right? And I was like, yeah, I love Steve Brady. And, and then she starts going on and she starts saying, I've met you before. I was like, I'm, I'm sorry, like I don't recognize you. And she goes, I saw you one day at a party and I was wearing a Yankee uniform. I was wearing like a Yankee oh. uniform. And she said that I looked at her and just shook my head and kept walking. <laughs> it was Maddie, right? Yeah. Yeah, shout out. And no I was way. like, I was like, I mean, I don't really remember doing that, but that sounds exactly like something that I would do. Apparently it was a while ago. Yeah, it was a couple months ago. Yeah. Nice girl. Yankee fan though. So red flag. Yeah. You know what they say? I don't know what they say. Can't date a Yankee fan. No. Can't, can't, can't. Being coercing with Yankee fans. I don't know if that was. 
proper grammar or the right use of that word, but we're going to just smooth over that. Comeback player of the year, American League. I don't know if this counts. I don't know, or I don't know if like this person could ever possibly win this award. But my pick for AL comeback player of the year, it's Mike Trout. It's Mike Trout. I like it. Mike Trout. Mike Trout. Mike Trout. We uh, have surprisingly talked very little about him thus far. Well, that's because Mike Trout has no personality. <laughs> How many people talk about him anyway? But yeah. Um, my comeback player of the year in the American League. <clears throat> I'm going to give it – I don't know. Again, I don't know what qualifies the someone for this, but I think Alex Bregman has a solid chance at it. He was out for most of last year. But, again, I have no idea what qualifies them for it. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm not the biggest fan of Alex Bregman. Uh, neither am I, but – In fact, I would go as far to say that I know he's a good person in real life. But I still hate him. He's like the Brad Marchand of uh, the MLB. Yeah, nobody's a bigger Alex Bregman fan than Alex Bregman. <laughs> Facts. Wait, does Combat Player of the Year, like, is that like having a bad year and having a good one after? Does it have to be an injury? I feel like it's the, it only works when you have like catastrophic injury. Yeah. Comeback, like Trey Mancini is like the ideal comeback player of the year, but it doesn't work like that every year. Well, Daniel Bard won it, right? Who sucked the year before and then came back. Bard won it, right? Yeah. Well, that's just because he was out of the league for like a hundred years. Yeah. All right. Here is the. Hold on, that's the NFL criteria. Hold on. Here is the criteria for the comeback player of the year. Every season, blah, 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 one award given in each league. The award was created for a player who was once a star but had to come back from either injury or ineffectiveness to reclaim his status. So, confirmed you can suck. Okay. And then be good again. That makes it easy for my uh, NL pick then. Who are you going with? Going with Christian Yelich. I think I think he's going to be back this year. I, he's going to be back. I'll double down on that. Wait, Cla- did Clawson give an AL pick? Come back? Yeah. No, you skipped over me. Yeah, we did. I skipped you. I'm sorry. Unbelievable. You need to command the run better. My pick is a hometown hero, Jackie Bradley Jr. No fucking Good way. Lord. You go from Lord. the worst hitter in baseball, all you can do is go up from here. Good Lord. Dude. If he hits 250, it's his. Come on. Come he would du- he would basically double his batting average. <laughs> That's just cruel. What other, what other player in, in MLB history has gone year to year and doubled their batting average? Um, I don't think anyone has because it was that bad of a year. That's what I mean. Quite impossible. Like you, you simply cannot go down if you're Jackie Bradley Jr. The only place to go is up. Jackie Bradley confirmed is not is or yeah, not going down anymore. No, comeback player of the year. Nice. 
Uh, your NL pick? Ronald Acuna. People forget he tore his ACL and was out for like half the year. I, I feel like people people remember that quite. He's also going to come back and be like a perennial MVP candidate. We'll see when he comes back, but I could see him sneaking in there. I could see I, it. Then I doubled down on Christian Yelich. Did I say that? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Christian Yelich. He was good. He was – so this is funny, actually. Cody Bellinger, I think, is actually bad, right? I think he's screwed. I, I think, think he's I actually think that's bad. that's a good take. I think Cody Bellinger is actually bad at baseball. I think that he had that one really good year, and his rookie year was really good only because he hit a bunch of home runs, but that was a juice ball year. So everybody hit a bunch of home runs that year. Cody Bellinger has struck out like 90% of his at-bats in spring training this year. But the point that I'm trying to make in my roundabout way, because I love to talk, is that a few years ago, Christian Yelich and Cody Bellinger were arguably the top two players in the league. The MLB released a top 100 for their thing, and Christian Yelich, I believe, was 100, and Cody Bellinger was 99. I I can't believe Bellinger was on that list. Yeah. I think that's funny. I think what Cody Bellinger hit like 180 last year. He was horrible. Horrible. One of the worst players in the league. Well, you know why he made it on the list? It's because... Well, he's a former MVP. That helps. Right. Also a Los Angeles Dodger. Exactly. Big market team. All right. Should we move on? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. On to our uh, division picks. Let's get through these fast just so we can get to some socks talk. Um, Klausen, you want to run through yours real quick? Sure. I got the white socks. All right. Sorry. I'll go from the AL East. I'll go East, Central, West. So I got the Red Sox, the White Sox, the Astros, pretty standard. And then you go, I got the Phillies in the East. I think they're going to, between pitching, Bryce Harper, Schwarber, and every other piece that they have, I think they're going to take the, take the East. At the Cardinals in the Central, I think that there's going to be a little, uh, it's going to be a little magic in Albert Pujols' last year. And obviously the Dodgers in the West. I don't know how you can bet against them. I like it. I like it. I'm going AL Central, or sorry, AL East, Red Sox, White Sox, and I'm going Mariners in the West. I think they're going to squeak it out. And the National League, I'm going Mets in the East, Brewers in the Central, and the Dodgers in the West. Did you give, you didn't give your World Series matchup, right? Me? Yeah. No. Okay. So for my picks, I'm going obviously the Sox for the AL East. Going to go with the Twins for the Central. That's going to be a main driving force as to why their manager is going to win manager of the year. Mariners for the West because the Mariners have a stacked-ass team with the addition of Jesse Winker, even though he hasn't been that good in spring training either. Spring training, though, doesn't matter. Already Don't established care. that last year. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. It's like hey, whenever, people, whenever people talk about spring training, it's like, oh, spring training, not doing well, whatever. It's like, shut up, dummy. Like, shut up. It's spring training. Relax. And then in the NL East, I'm also taking the Mets, taking the cards in the Central, and then in the West, thinking the Giants repeat. I'll never pick the Dodgers. I hate the Dodgers. I don't care how good they are, even though they're going to win a bunch of games. Fair enough. All right. World Series predictions. Clawson, who you got? Dodgers, White Sox. I had Dodgers raise, and then I realized that the Rays would have to go from the wild card all the way to the World Series. So I'm taking the White Sox. I think if, if you have Giolito 
anchoring that rotation. I think you can make it through the American League. And then are we doing winners too? Uh, nah. Might as well. Yeah, maybe. Might as well. Dodgers are taking it. They're they're due. They didn't win it last year, so they're gonna win it this year. It's just inevitable. You put a team that good together, they're just gonna have to win it. You can put put an, an ape as manager, and they're still gonna figure out a way to win over a hundred games. Cool. You know what they say about a monkey with a typewriter? They're right sometimes. Well, you give them long enough, they could write Shakespeare. Good point. Great point. Um, I am going. Gonna be a little homer here. Gonna be a little homer. We go uh Red Sox coming out of the American League. And out of the National League, I got a 1986 rematch. I got the New York Mets. Let's play ball. I like that. I like that. You got the Sox, kid. Obviously. Oh, awesome. Got nah. the Sox in you're my about, world. You're series. about to contradict yourself so hard right now. No, I'm Maybe. going to explain myself no i don't think you can do that after the statement you just made i can i can i can i can i can here's the thing right my matchup is Sox dodgers i just said i will never pick the dodgers but that still holds true because going to the world series alone is not an achievement dodgers are obviously making the playoffs even if they don't win the division also if I don't pick the Dodgers to win the World Series, which I'm not picking the Red Sox, that's still me not picking the Dodgers ever. And if anything, it proves my hatred even more because I want them to make it to the World Series and I want the Red Sox to rip their hearts out again. And I want Wookie Betts to lose to his former team. Well, there you go. Who are you t- I'm taking the Red Sox winning the World Series this year, Steve. Yeah, Sox are going to, Sox kid. Dude, Sox. They're going to be AL MVP. Sox. Get the MVP. I like it. I like it. All right. Moving on to our last non-Red Sox category. Got the hot take. Clausen, I'll let you go first because you've already filled yours in. What do you got? Well, I kind of have a decently hot, hot take. And I'm going to say Fernando Tatis falls outside of the top five MVP voting. And I'll tell you why. He's had an injury at least every year and they keep catching up to him. So I think number one, the Padres may take a, I don't think they're going to be, they're not going to take a step up. I don't think it's going to be quite a step back, but I think they're going to take a pretty neutral step. And then I also think Tatis is going to be battling injuries. I think he's going to be an all-star. He's going to get voted, but I just don't think his production at the plate, if people start realizing how bad he is in the field too, then that's not good. But I think there's a good chance just because the NL is so stacked. Like, we all have, I guess, between Soto, Betts, and then, you know, Acuna is another choice who could come up into the MVP conversation. Like, there's, there's a good amount of guys in the NL that could just be that good and bump them down. So that's my pick. It's my hot take. I got a hot take. All right. ready it's hot yeah yeah i'm ready we talk a lot about one team the kansas city royals 
my hot take, my hottest of hot takes, is that the Kansas City Royals make the American League Championship Series There's this year no against the Boston way. Red Sox. There's no way. There's just Sorry. no way. My, if anyone goes back and listens to, I think it was actually episode 21, the 2021 season preview mm-hmm. and listens to my takes and then listens to Guardy's takes right after this. Significantly better than what Guardy has put on the table today. The Royals are going to get a wild card. They're going to slither their way through. Well, the wild card doesn't the- exist anymore. Well, they will get a wild card and they'll beat the Yankees if they even make the playoffs. The Royals are going to get into the playoffs. That's that's grade. That's my mid-grade hot take. My hottest of hot takes, the Royals are going to the ALCS. If if the Royals make it to the ALCS, I'll buy you a plane ticket out to Kansas City and a, and a, t- and a seat. I <laughs> would one. love that. I would love that. Game one, I'll get you a nice nice seat. Look at listen to this starting rotation. Does it not sound just scary? Zach Ranke, Brad Keller, Brady Singer, Carlos Hernandez, Chris Bubik. The only way Ooh. that I think that starting rotation would sound scary to me is if I were a Kansas City Royals fan. Yeah, but you got Amir Garrett now. Mm. Listen, yeah. I think the Royals are going to be good. You know what? You know what's the biggest mind fuck to me of all time? What's that? Amir Garrett and Miles Garrett are not related. They look exactly the same. They actually do look very similar now that you say that. I think we not related at all. We haven't. Huh? How would you remember everything that we've ever talked about, Gardy? It's been 78 episodes. Because I have an amazing memory. All right. Well, here's my hot take. Two players. I don't know who. I don't know what teams they're going to be on. But two players will hit 50-plus home runs this season. That is my hot take. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. I like that a lot, Steve. All right. Now we are moving in to the Red Sox segment of the show. Yeah. Yes. Yes. These poor people have sat through an hour of us talking. All they wanted to hear was this. Yeah, I know. Seriously. They could have skipped to this part. This is how we, that's, this is show business. That's how we keep you, keep you in, keep you drawn in. So we're going to go a little, a little preview for each position. So starting, we're going to start with the infield. You got Vasquez, you got Bobby Dahlbeck, Trevor Story, Xander Bogarts, Rafael Devers, starting-wise, that is a very impressive group. It's a, it's a big upgrade over last year, and I think it's fair to say it's a, it's a top three infield in baseball. I think it's a sneaky defensive infield, too. Vasquez is great behind the plate. Story doesn't get enough credit for what he does with his glove. Xander's sneaky with the glove. Uh, Dahlbeck, whether he stays at first or moves around, he's, you know, he's decent on defense. He's a good athlete. You know, Rafi has his moments. He's not great at third, but I think it's a pretty sneaky. I think people are going to overlook how decent this team is on defense because the offense is just so good in the infield. I'm curious to see if uh, when Xander has days off, if they end up like rolling story at shortstop or if they'll they'll just exclusively. I think they will too, but 
I'll be curious to see that. But I'm I'm very confident in this infield group right now. I think it's like you know I have the least to say about it because it's the the strongest part of our team. But um, I think the only thing to question about the infield, other than it being really really good, and you have you know three guys who could win MVP, is Bobby Dahlbeck going to be a starter the whole year? Is Costas going to come up? That's the only thing I got about that. You know who would make this infield perfect? Like a 2018 Mitch Moreland. Ooh, nice left. Was that nice actually just going to ask you that because Brock Holt got released. I don't think they're going to sign him. Uh, but Mitch Moreland is also a free agent too. I don't think they're going to sign him either because of Costas coming up. But I had that same thought. Mitch Moreland would be perfect on this team. He's like that perfect, like just rips doubles, great on defense, reliable, going to hit like 245, 250. 15, 20 homers, he gets the job done. He'd be a great bench bat. A great bench bat. Mitch Moreland is one of the best pinch hitters statistically ever. Really? Really? Yep. Also, um, the guys we got for Mitch Moreland, we just released one of them. He ended up with the Yankees, and one of them, like, stinks. So that trade didn't result in much for us or the Padres. Wait, where did he go? We sent him to the Padres in 2020. Why did they want him? I don't him? think he's still there. I don't. Well, because they had a. Well, no, he was with Oakland last year. Probably because there was a DH that year. They could play him there. Hosmer. Hosmer stinks now. Trade for Will Myers. What? What? I was talking about Hosmer. I know. I said, let's trade for Will Myers. Oh, I thought you said good for Will Myers. I was like, sure. No, let's trade for him. All right. Let's do it. All right. Cool. I'll, I'll get I'll get the uh, Padres on the phone. Okay. Perfect. Could you, uh, who's their GM? Tingler? Tingler? What a stupid name. No, that's the manager. Uh, Padres GM. What's his name? I feel like I know his name. Yeah, Prowler. Prowler. What I miss while I was gone. We were just uh, talking about the infield, how it's it's how very it's good. Great. It's very it's good, deep. and I don't have much to say about it because it's that good. A top three infield in the entire MLB. I said yeah. the same thing. I said yes. the same thing. Yes, they are. Is it better than the Dodgers? Mm. Absolutely not. Probably not. Probably yeah. not. Is it better than the Blue Jays? Yes, yes. it is. 100% better than the Blue Jays. Who's at first for the Blue Jays? What's Your on second? MVP pick. What? Vladdy Jr. Who's on third then? Chapman. Oh, Matt Chapman. I forgot. Right. Oh, man. Yeah. That's a really good infield. It is. Shit. Matt Chapman sucks. The only problem, so like they have the corners by a mile. They do. What? Devers oh. is way better Devers than Matt Chapman. Way better. All right. No, no, no. All right. But I'm saying like Vladdy versus Devers. Vlad. Devers has, and done, it. Matt has done it for longer. Devers Matt has Chapman done it for longer. I'd rather Bobby Dahlbeck than Matt Chapman. Matt Chapman? Yes. Matt Chapman stinks. Can't can't hit. Couldn't hit water if he fell out of a boat. And you got Xander and Biggio. Xander's or is yeah. Xander and Bichette. Sorry. Yeah. Biggio's overrated. The middle infield for the Sox is not getting beat. That's the best middle infield. Also has had a bad spring training. Not that it matters, but yes. And then uh, Biggio. I think also can't hit if I my memory yeah, is no, he's he's not great. And then 
Catching wise, I think the Red Sox will be fun. Vasquez Pilecki's a great backup option. Nathan Hickey's in the waiting arms. He's he's ready to come up already. I heard. Um, so I, I I'm confident in the infield. We got anything else on the infield? Nope. Loud email right there. What I get? I don't know what I just got. Looks like. All right, wait. What else are we talking about? We are doing our doing the over unders. Um, no, no, no. We're doing, doing our previews uh, for what's it called? Each each little grouping. So we did the infield. We're gonna move to the outfield now. Infield is good. Outfield. We also got a royal on the bench. We'll see what Travis Shaw is up to. He's also having a horrible spring. I don't think he's gotten a hit. Womp womp. I think he's 0 for 17, actually. Nice. Um, outfield, Alex Verdugo, Kike Hernandez, Jackie Bradley Jr. I guess we'll clump J.D. Martinez in there, too. I don't know who else they're going to go with right now. I guess I think Ref Snyder is going to make the opening day roster. They didn't go with Duran, surprisingly. Weird. I don't I, – I guess Ref Snyder? I don't yeah, know. I think that's the general consensus in, in Red Sox Nation right now. Not great. Uh, the outfield is, I would say, like uh, uh, average to a little bit above average. You know the guy who's had a good spring? Jaron Duran? Yes. JBJ? No, not who Fitz, I'm thinking Fitzgerald? About. Right. Clawson, I can't believe you haven't hammered this home already. Is Franchi having a good spring? <laughs> Franchi's having a good spring. It's because all they put in spring training is like the triple A guys. He's a he's a tank in the minors. He's a quad 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 A player. Quad A. Good enough for triple A, but not good enough for that penalty. They should make a quad A. <laughs> should we should sponsor a quad A team? What if they just called low A A? High A, double A, double A, triple A, and then triple A, quad A. Yeah, you could call it that. That doesn't solve any problems, though. I know, but it makes a quad A. Then let's get a quintuple A. Quin A. Pentuple A? What would the name of the quad A team be? Wouldn't it be pen for five? I, As in I, we were gonna make, I thought, we were gonna I thought it was it. quintuplets. Could be. Hold on. I know Penta means five. It does mean five. Yeah, wait, Franchi's hitting 450 right now. It's a it's a quintet. A quintet is five people. Mm. So Quin Quin A. Sounds like a Canadian. Like Quin A, you know? Yay. I don't think that was a Canadian accent at all. It wasn't at all. It was a horrible attempt. Uh the the Quin A Red Sox team. Or the quad, the, where do you think the quad A and where do you think the Quinn A would be? What? Pawtucket. Quad A in Pawtucket, Quinn A in Durham. Put it in like. Bring it, back Portland. We still have a team in Portland. Fuck. <laughs> what is up with you? Huh. Put them in Boston. We don't have a team there yet. <laughs> Put them in Pawtucket. That's what I meant. All right. The Sea Dogs that live in Portland. I knew that. 
They're a double A affiliate. I knew that. I knew that. All right. How, how are we feeling about the outfield? I got some takes about it. Bad. It'll be fine. It'll get the job done. Good defense. Good enough. That's how I feel. Good enough. I miss Hunter Renfro, but I don't think we could count on him for the same season that he had last year. Agreed. Uh, yeah, I don't think Jackie Bradley Jr. will get. We'll talk more about this in the over/under segment, but I think Duran's going to be up at some point. He's going to have a good year. I have been hot on the Duran train. We'll see, but uh, maybe even Franchi at some point if he can make room on the forty for him. But JBJ, I mean, whew. I'll believe it when I see it. Honestly, I'll believe it when I see it. JB Jesus. Any other takes on the outfield? We need another one. JD sucks. Ship him off. Whoa. What? Wait, why did you just say that? Because I genuinely think that if the, the Sox need to sell high on JD. You think they need to trade him at the trade deadline? I think so. No. Because there's going to be teams that want him. Like, teams are going to realize that they just don't have a good DH right now. And, like, yeah, sure, last year, what he hit. 286, 28 homers, 99 RBI. Like, he's he's good. He can still Wait, hit well. If they're scuffling at the deadline, I definitely think they're going to think I think unless JD's having a great season, like, I think JD's going to be fine. Who's going to want think, him if they're having a good uh, – bad? if he's having a bad season and the Sox are good, who's going to want him? Somebody needs a DH. I don't, I don't know. Think about, like, the Cardinals. You either got, like, Albert Pujols, who can't run – I don't know. There's gonna be teams that there's gonna be teams that get part of the way into this season and realize that they completely overlooked the DH position. You know? Yeah, but who is gonna replace him? Like, who would you rather have over JD? I mean, you're gonna to have to get someone back. Nah, I just don't think this is a realistic scenario. I think we ride with JD this year, no matter what. I agree. Um, all right. Outfield, there you go. I think JD will be good too. Uh, starting rotation, what do we? What, how are we feeling there? Uh, the worst out of any of these positional groups for sure. Maybe talk to me in a thousand years when Chris Sale and James Paxton come back, but as of right now, it's the weakest point in the entire roster. It's not even a question. We have one lefty in the starting five right now which means that we're going to get smoked a couple series at the beginning of the season for on against teams that hit righties well. So I don't know. It's bad. I don't think it's going to be, I don't think it's going to kill us, but it's bad. It's not going to be great. Uh, I said this and I'll say it again. The opening day rotation is at least better than it was last year. And you've got sale coming back at some point, probably mid-May. Paxton at some point. I don't love it. I do think it's the weakest part of this team, but I think it'll be fine. Walker's the one I'm nervous about. We'll see how he does. Rich Hill, I think, will be fine. Hauk will be – the top three is good. Do we get Ace Evaldi again, though? There's a lot of questions with the rotation, I will say. So we'll see. There's not a lot of room to, to move, like, if things go wrong. 
with injuries too, because we've already got two guys down. Um, but we'll see. We will see. That we will. Clausen, you got any takes on this? Big fat question mark. We'll see how she goes. No All Dick right. Mountain takes? Hopefully he makes it through the season. Fair hopefully, enough. Hopefully he does not die. Does not infect. Yeah, no, that would death be this year. really tragic. How would he possibly get his groceries if that happened? Oh, caught me off guard. <laughs> if he's dead, he doesn't need to eat. Yeah, but like, I wouldn't think like his family would want to go to the grocery store. I mean, that's why after people die, people usually like bring food to the mourning family. It's just okay. kind of like a common courtesy. I don't like. You just do that. I don't like this. I don't like yeah. this. Yeah, this was a why 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 did you choose this time? I don't know either. I don't know. This is supposed just, to be a just positive. Read, just ad. read the ad. I don't want to talk about death anymore. This was supposed to be a positive ad, Reed Gardner. Okay, well, let's just read the ad. Are you tired of getting off your couch to go to the grocery store? Do you not have time to go to to go food shopping? Well, do we have the solution for you? Instacart. Instacart is an online grocery delivery app that allows you to handpick a variety of fresh foods and products. Forget that ingredient you need to make your famous dish while watching the Red Sox game. Order it through Instacart with delivery straight to your door in as fast as an hour. You can shop multiple stores, see details in your area that will help you save money. And every item is hand-selected at the store to fit even the specific needs. They always handle with care to make sure everything gets to you in one piece. And I don't know what the offer is. Follow the link in our show notes to receive free delivery on your first order over $35. Help support the show. Instacart, never step foot in a grocery store again. Woo! That's the that's the clean ad read. That was very clean. Sounds like I'm not even going to look with the offers this week. I don't even know what Instacart has become. But uh, with that being said, yeah, sorry. That was, that was not the best time to choose to do the ad read then. This is a uh, – never mind. We're just going to move on. Uh, the bullpen really – uh, I think it's. I think the bullpen's great. It's an, it's improved from last year. Strom and Deekman, big thumbs up. We've got a lot of good lefties, a lot of good righties. As long as Matt Barnes can keep it together, it's the biggest question mark in my eyes. I love this bullpen. I I second that. You think you hit the nail on the head right there? Bullpen's good. Bullpen's probably better than last year. Probably, I don't think not probably. even probably. They, they, they are. are. They're better. Yeah, they are better. Would love to see Matt Backpack, Matty Backpacks, uh, return to his first half form last year. I would love it if he really locked down the closer spot. I don't want that to be a, a huge question mark looming over us for a lot of the season. I don't know why Clawson's laughing at me right now. You but, said, you said instead of saying Matty Backpacks, you said Matt Backpack. Yeah, just I like told, a singular I, Matt wearing a singular backpack. I did say that. I tried to gloss over it. Clawson didn't let it happen. Whatever. Next time you make a mistake, I'm going to make a big deal about it. Do it. Uh, yeah, as well, I think Matt Barnes is going to be good. I hope Josh Taylor is healthy for the entire season, or at least like you know when he comes back. I think we're good. I think we're good. I don't. I feel quite confident quite in this bullpen. A lot of lefty arms. Josh Taylor, as Steve said last episode, is definitely the X factor. If he shows up like he did for that like thirty inning streak last year, then we're going to be gold. Dude is just tough. That guy is tough. Looks like a mean dude. I bet he's nice though. I don't know. I've never met Josh Taylor. Can't confirm nor deny. Actually, I do have a picture of Josh Taylor. Wow. I have met Josh Taylor. Uh, do you look really tiny next to him? Is he like big? Let me see if I can find this picture. Okay. It's not uh, not that long ago. I met him in 2019. Let's see here. Hold on. 
Yeah, I mean, Whitlock is a top 20 reliever in the league. Would love for him to take another step even. But even if he's as good as he was last year, it'll still still be still be stellar. I this picture's never seen the light of day. It's uh it's a selfie with Josh Taylor. Oh, I bet you look terrible. And I look terrible. I'm sweaty. Dick. I bet you look terrible. Sweaty is all <laughs> hell. Confidence in the man. Josh Taylor's just leaning in on it. The lighting, the lighting is not creepy. great, but that's a pretty fun picture. The lighting in the room is is thrown like, off. But hey, buddy, what are you what are you doing? I also have one with uh, this is Mr. Big D Darwin's in. Hey, let's go. So, that's cool. I think I got one with Sam Travis, Steve. Sam Travis, my guy, my guy, Sammy Trav. Sam Trav. If he is ever an All Star, I think he's out of Jersey. Trying to think. Yeah, I have an. I have one with Evaldi. Which is cool. You know what the best part about pictures is the fact that they don't work in a podcasting format. They certainly don't. No one can see these. And then my favorite one, of course. <laughs> Tony LaRussa, baby. Let's Tony B D LaRussa. Do you guys I'm think that Dalton Furbush is going to ever see the MLB? I think he'll see some time this year. I think he will too. I do think we'll see him at some point. I hope he's good. I do too. I like him. I like him too. I hope we see Hunter Dobbins or Chris Troy at some point too. I would love to see Chris Troy. I think Hunter Dobbins is a little more realistic. I don't know if we'll see any of them before 2025, but it'll be cool to see anyways. All right. So there, yeah, definitely. Uh, there are infield, pre- or our team projections are a little. Catchers pre- are going to be good. I don't know if we talked about that. Catchers are going to be good. Yeah, we talked about the catchers. Yeah, they're they're fine. All right. So now into the over under segment. That was uh what's it called? It's a it long voted ass on, episode. Voted on what? So this is a long ass episode. Very long episode. This was voted on by the listeners. All right, we're gonna we're gonna go through this fast. We're gonna go through this fast. So Trevor Story over under 29 and a half home runs. Over. Over. I'm going to take the over. 30-30 season, baby. I think he's going to hit like 31. Not much over. I think it's going to be just over. Uh, The listeners, 69% said over. Pretty nice. Yeah. And 31% said under. So, listeners are hip with it. Got a lot of votes, too. I was happy happy to see that the – Listeners enjoyed this one. All right, the next one. This is one of my the, – the games played lines are, are some of my favorites, as if you couldn't tell from last year. Jackie Bradley Jr., 80 and a half games played. So, essentially, is Jackie Bradley Jr. going to play more than half the games this year? Yeah. I, yeah. I said over, but I, I think it'll be around 100 maybe. I, I'm taking over because I think he's going to be – like he's gonna start the season, and then I think once Duran starts taking over, anytime Kike gets moved around yeah. or Verdugo takes an off day, he's gonna be the first guy back in the game. I completely agree. He's gonna. I don't see him like pinch hitting, but I think he'll be a defensive replacement a lot. No, I think so. Uh, so sixty percent. Steve, you said over too. Over sixty percent of the listeners agree, and forty percent said the under. The next one, Chris Sale, over under sixteen and a half starts. Under taking the under, 
taking the over because I think he gets injured once a year, and this is going to be his one injury. So in my, my in my eyes, he'll miss probably eight starts, seven eight starts. So we'll see. I'm taking the under, but I could definitely see him hitting this. This was this one I was close on. This one is close. Sixteen and a half is is basically you know half of his starts for the year. So. 42% said over, 58% said under. Next one, Nathan Eovaldi, 178 and a half strikeouts over under. I'm taking the over on this one. Over. I'm taking the over. I didn't realize last year how quickly guys accumulate strikeouts, and I think he went way over that last He also year. became way more of a strikeout pitcher last year than previous years. Yeah. Yeah, so last year he had 195 strikeouts, and his previous career high was 142. So I lowered the bar a little bit this year, but I still think it's an attainable number if he keeps it up. Uh, 76% of listeners said over 24% said the under. The next one, Bobby Dahlbeck, over under 27 and a half home runs. Under. I'm going to ride the under on this one. Under, yeah. I'll take the under. I'm going to take the under and I'm going to tell you why. I think Bobby's going to hit like 22 this year. Oh, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. I think Costas is going to get some reps later in the season. And I just, I don't know if Bobby's going to get full, going to get fully the at bats that he needs to get there. But I think it's going to be close, but I'm going to go just under. People forget too, he had a really hot streak. That's why he hit like 25 last year. I didn't realize when, uh, Klaus, on that game we went to late in August against the Twins when he hit that home run, that was only his 15th of the year. So he essentially yeah. hit 10 home runs in, in September. Yeah, I mean, he, he kind of just went on a tear at the end of the year. That's, that's where he put up the 25 from. So we'll see what happens there. 53% of listeners said the over, 47% said the under. This next one, this next one, we're going to be the tiebreakers. Matt Barnes over under 21 and a half saves. Under. I'm taking the over. Under. I'm taking the over as well. All right. There you go. The over barely wins this one out. I think it's this one's close. I was listening back to our uh, preview last year and we had the line at 17 and a half. And last year for saves, Matt Barnes registered. Uh, Last year, he had 24 saves. So I think he can do it. He accumulated a lot of those in the first half, too. He definitely did. The problem with this team, unlike last year, I don't know who takes over the closing role if he steps out. Maybe Whitlock, Diekman. Josh Taylor. Maybe Josh Taylor. Also, the offense is so good that there might be less save opportunities. We said that last year. He still accumulated 24, so. Yeah. Well, the offense got better this year. Colossal. Every other offense gets better, though, Steve. Look at the Blue Jays. Good point. So the well, because they got Matt Sergio. Chapman. <laughs> it actually got worse because they lost Marcus Simeon. True. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, so eat my shorts. Good point. Good point. Uh, the listeners were 50-50 on this one. Exactly. Dead split. Dead split. Next one, Xander Bogarts over under 182 and a half hits. Give me the over. 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 Hell yeah. Xander last year had 156 hits. Under. <laughs> uh, he's hit over 182 three times in his career. 
190, 192, 196. Uh, he played a little bit less games last year. He was hurt for a little bit. His average was down a little bit, not really down, still hit 295. But this one the listeners are confident about. 88% said over. 12 I'm, taking, I'm switching to the under. 182 is a lot. It is a lot of hits, but I'm gonna I'm gonna ride the over. Next one, Raphael Devers, 39 and a half home runs over under. 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 That's a fat line. I'm going to say he hits 41. I'm going to take the over. That's a fat line. 40 homers? It's Yeah, I know. I'm going to take the over. I am surprised how many people took the over on this one, though. I will say. It's a big line. 66% took the over. 34% took the under. I'll be, uh, I think he'll be right around there, but I think he's just going to hit 40. Next one, Jake Diekman, 64 and a half appearances. Under. Under. I am also taking the under. On Too many arms in the pen, bro. I agree. Hold on. I want to see. Got one thing real quick. So last year, in terms of pitching, only one guy had over 64 and a half appearances. That was Adam Adovino, who had 69. So we'll see. We'll see if Deakman gets there. I don't know. Next one, Tanner Houck, over under ERA, 3.75. Oh, wait, under. sorry. 30, 38% of listeners said over, 62 said under. Houck, 3.75. I'm going to say under. Under. I'm going to say like just over. All right, fair. Under, 56%, over 44%. Team total, three and a half all-stars. Over. Under. I'm going to take the over. I'm going to say we got four. I'm going to say we get three. Story, Bogarts, Devers, locks. I'm going to say... Avaldi, a possibility. Kike, also a possibility. I'm going to say... Story, Devers, Bogarts, Pavetta. Pavetta. It's a hot take. I was high on the Pavetta train last year. I'm going to ride it again. Everything's better with Pavetta. I like that. Is that a shirt? Could be. Let's trademark that. All right. Well, the listener said 61% over, 39% under. Team total wins. This is the Vegas line right now. If you want to make some money, throw your money on the over for this one. 85 and a half. I'm over easy. Over. 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 93% said over. 7% said under. I think Chris the Yankees fan voted the under, so. This is a this is a ninety win team. I oh yeah. What are we? Uh, what's your final prediction for wins? I got 95. 92. 94. Yeah. All right. More doubles. Xander Bogarts or Raphael Devers. 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 I got Man Devers rips as well. Sixty four percent also had Devers. More home runs. Story or Martinez. Story. Story, because Martinez gets shipped at the trade deadline. I got Martinez hitting like 33 this year. I get Story hitting like 36, bro. I got three socks hitting 30-plus bombs. Bombs. I mean, to put it into perspective, 2020 was a – I mean, that was a weird year for baseball, but J.D. only – he hit under 30 last year, and then his first year in Boston he went off. He hit 43 and then 36. All right. I think he's going to keep dipping a little bit. He has dipped a little bit. He has dipped a little bit. All right. 
James Paxton, uh, 68% of listeners said Martinez. James Paxton returns before July Uno. I got no. after. After. I, I don't know enough about James Paxton's medical situation to comment. So I'm just going to say, like, I don't know, after the All-Star break. Push. He comes back exactly that day. <laughs> That'd be pretty crazy. Push. Uh, 75% of the listeners said after. The final two, more strikeouts, Nick Pavetta or Tanner Hauk? Hauk. Pavetta. I got Pavetta. Hauk. 57% of listeners said Nick Pavetta. And the final poll, more appearances, Garrett Whitlock or Hirokazu Sawamura. Whitlock, I think this was stupid. Yeah, this was, a, this was kind of a bad one. Whitlock. 86% said Whitlock as well. So there you go. There are our picks for that. Uh, who you guys got pitching MVP and hitting MVP? Pitching MVP, Garrett Whitlock. Hitting MVP, Trevor Story. Pitching MVP, Josh Taylor. Hitting MVP, Devers. We got pitching MVP, Nick Pavetta. Hitting MVP, Rafael Devers. All right. Final segment for this lengthy episode. Let's fire these off. Got a few questions. Matt, questions for Matt. He said, if you could have been named another name, what would you have chosen? Surely nothing, because I like being named Steve. I kind of like my middle name, Scott. So I'll just Scott. I'll roll with that. I would have been a, my my mom wanted to name me Daniel. Hmm. That would have been a good name. You seem like a, a, a solid Dan. A Dan? I see that. Yeah. White bread Dan. <laughs> I have a friend named Dan. You guys look kind of similar. Not really. Is uh is your real name Alexander or Alex? Yeah. Okay. Should we call you Xander from now on? Xander. Yeah. Uh, maybe don't. <laughs> it waters down the name for Bogarts. All right. Um, do you if you guys were girls, like would you have had a, like did you know the name? Your parents no. had that picked up. No, I think my parents I know, knew I was gonna be a boy. Nice. I know my sister. If she was a boy, she would have been James, and they would have called her Jim because of Jim Tommy. No hey. way. Yeah. Nice. I would have been Emma if I was a girl. Nice. Uh, not too late. Wouldn't you wouldn't have been a Caroline. <laughs> That's so unnecessary. <laughs> If you could look like any movie star, what would it be? If I could look like any movie star? Is that what the question was? Yeah, just give me like uh, Ryan Reynolds. I feel like, like all the girls like him. I want to go like Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Cool. Actually, I want to look like Jonah Hill. That dude has like low-key looks. <laughs> dude has drip. Yet again, I think that I would rather just... Stay the same. I'm perfectly accepting of the way that I look. All right. Uh, I'm not even going to. The last one's just. I'm going to do one more. Uh, We had a couple other questions last week. I'm going to choose two of these. I have a good one. You got a good question. Take two of those or one of these. Do you have a note? Why don't we do one of each? This one's long. Who, Who gave you a good one? I found it on the internet. Okay. okay. You guys might have heard this one. So, 
It's a hypothetical scenario. John, uh, genetic engineers at Johns Hopkins announced they have developed a so-called super gorilla. Through the animal, can, though the animal cannot speak, it has sign language. Uh, wait, it has a sign language like vocabulary of over twelve thousand words, an IQ of almost eighty-five, and most notably, a vague sense of self-awareness. Oddly, the creature, who weighs seven hundred pounds, becomes fascinated by football. The gorilla aspires to play the game at its highest level and quickly develops the rudimentary skills of a defensive end. ESPN analyst Tom Jackson speculates that this gorilla would be, quote, borderline unblockable and would likely average six sacks a game, although Jackson concedes the beast might be susceptible to counters and misdirection plays. Meanwhile, the gorilla has made it clear he would never intentionally injure any opponent. You're the commissioner of the NFL. Would you allow this gorilla to sign with the Oakland Raiders? First of all, why the Raiders? He wants to sign with the Raiders. <laughs> um, probably not because he's not human. Yeah, he would no, six I'm in. A game. I'm in on it. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out on it. You're a speciesist. <laughs> if he's self-aware or even vaguely so, I know people that are vaguely self-aware and they're humans. So why not this gorilla? I'm not, I'm not just, is he like all hairy, like a regular gorilla? He's a gorilla. Then no. What's wrong with the hair? You going to shave it? He's an animal. So what? You can't have animals playing in the NFL. He has rudimentary skills of being a defensive end and IQ of almost 85. <laughs> I cost I've been talking for like close to two hours. This is, I, I don't, I don't know. I can't handle this anymore. Let us know what you know. think. All Would right, you two, let this gorilla play in the NFL? Two other quick questions. Really fast. Out. Boston Ticket Stubbs asks, who's a player that you think could surprise us in a good way this year? Jaron Duran. Michael Waka. Waka Waka. Waka Waka Waka. Uh, this isn't really a surprise, but I think Nick Pavetta takes a big jump forward. All right. I like that. And the last question of today comes in from Tad, and he asks, who's going to be the key to the bullpen this year? Josh Taylor. Josh Taylor. Jake Diekman. I like that. All right. Let's close out the ninth. Closing the ninth. I've had a long day, and I am tired. I am um, also tired. If you guys were the commissioner of the NFL, you guys would probably be subsequently fired because the Oakland Raiders are no longer a franchise. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I didn't even pick up on that. That caught me, too. Then I thought about it. I was like, the oh, wait, Oakland Raiders? Whatever, bro. Whatever. This is, a, this is about the gorilla. The team is irrelevant. This is about gorilla, gorilla rights. Gorilla warfare. Do you guys see that train in the background? Nope. I'm not nope. I'm not at the apartment right now. But normally I do hear a lot of trains going by. Rumbling down the tracks. Um, I closing out the ninth thought. Uh, the Red Sox today released some images of the new and improved Fenway Park with the Truly Terrace, which is, I guess, what they're going to call it, behind right field. It looks cool. We're losing a scoreboard at Fenway. One of the digital scoreboards got taken out. But uh, I think it looks cool. Cool. It's going to take a little getting used to, but I like it. I think it looks cool too. 
I like it. More seats. I guess that's a whole MGM theater, so that's pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, I'm for it. I'm for it. I'm excited to see it in a couple weeks. Me too. Yeah. I've heard from word on the street that that one alcoholic seltzer beverage is not very good. It's an interesting choice. Well, you don't even get to know yet. That is true. I've just heard through the pipeline. Through the pipeline. Well, anyways, this was a long episode. Hope you enjoyed. It was uh, packed with a lot of a lot of baseball content. Not a lot of uh, side jokes or anything. We just got straight to the point for an hour and a half. And hope you enjoyed. But anyway, next week we'll finally have real game stuff to talk about. Next Thursday, opening day against the Yankees. Uh, yeah, we'll record an episode after that. Publish it. Excited for that. That being said, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Gonebridge Podcast and Twitter at Gonebridge. Don't forget to subscribe to our episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you may listen to them. We'll be back next week with opening day talk and episode 79. See ya!